So coming through my reading of the Bible from start to finish that I do every year, I came across something which I've probably read a million times, but never really thought about because of where it is. So I'm in First Chronicles um, chapter 16, and in verses 8 through 36 is just this amazing song of thanksgiving that is sang and spoken. And it just really hit me how beautiful it is. It's such an, in such a weird spot because First Chronicles and the Kings and all that is going through tons of genealogies, tons of letting you know who was in charge of what, and just lots of names, which can, let's be honest, be tedious to read through and your brain kind of turns off when you're having to read the 1500th Ezekiah of some sort, or just all these different ways of speaking a different language of names than what I hear on the you know norm. I normally hear very basic American names. So reading all these names can just be taxing on the mind and easy to just check out. And also there's just a lot of history in these books. And it's really easy to just zone out. But then this all of a sudden, just in the middle of First Chronicles, there's just this amazing song. And it's... I guess why it's important to read all these books, no matter how tedious they get, because there's still beauty in them all. Even even in the tedious parts, there's still beauty. But especially if I was just if I hadn't kicked my brain on for five seconds, I could have easily just read through this and not even realized what I was reading. So I'm gonna read it and then kind of break down just how it hit me, um, a little bit verse by verse, some section by section. But first off, let me just read the song because it's beautiful. It says. O give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, speak of all his wonders, glory in his holy name, let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad, seek the Lord in his strength, seek his face continually, remember his wonderful deeds which he has done, his marvels and the judgments from his mouth. O seed of Israel, his servant, sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. The covenant which he made with Abraham. And his oath to Isaac. He also confirmed it to Jacob for a statute. To Israel as an everlasting covenant. Saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan. As the portion of your inheritance. When they were only a few in number. Very few and strangers in it. And they wandered about from nation to nation, and from one kingdom to another people. He permitted no man to oppress them, and he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim good tidings of his salvation from day to day. Tell of his glory among the nations, his wonderful deeds among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in holy array. Tremble before him all the earth. Indeed, the world is firmly established and it will not be moved. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. And let them say among the nations, 
the Lord reigns. Let the sea roar in all it contains. Let the field exult in all that is in it. Then the trees of the forest will sing for joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Then say, Save us, O God of our salvation, and gather us and deliver us from the nations to give thanks to thy holy name and glory in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen, and praise the Lord. So that's just amazing. That's beautiful. And there was a certain few little themes that just stuck out, some major points of it all. And those are give thanks, give praise, tell the whole earth of what God's done, and be confident in God and his promises. We see those things repeated throughout this entire song. And it just puts a focus on what we really need to be looking for in the Lord. So in verse 8, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. So we should be thanking God always. And in thanks, we should be letting the world know. That's what this verse is saying. So just think about how often you personally tell others of what God has done for you. And just how much God has given you things to be thankful for and his actions and just letting people know that just that verse alone, give thanks and make his deeds known. So just think about that next time you're being thankful about something. Let people know. Let people know what God has done. In verse nine, we see sing to him, sing praises to him, speak of all his wonders. So there, sing about what God has done. We all have the ability to sing. We may not have the ability to sing well. Some of us, not even close, some of us have been blessed with great voices. But at, this, at any rate, we can all sing. And we should sing. We should be singing. We should be so happy that we break into song about all the great things God has done, about all of his wonders. In verse 10 and 11, it says, Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face continually. So a focus there on seeking God. Always be seeking to know God more. Never give up in your quest to know more about God. Because he already knows everything about us. And we'll never know everything about God. So there's never any reason to stop seeking him. Because we can't hit that spot of knowing it all. So always seek after God. In verse 12, it says, remember his wonderful deeds, which he has done, his marvels and the judgments from his mouth. So there, just never forget what he has done. Always be reminding yourself of God's grace and how much he's transformed your life and those around you. And even just looking at your window and seeing the world and how beautiful it is. Just remember what God has done, what he's created, what he's made, what he's set in place. Never forget those things. So in verses 13 through 22, it's a little section rather than just a verse, but it says, O seed of Israel, his servant, sons of Jacob, Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations. The covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac. He also confirmed it to Jacob for a statute 
to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan, as the portion of your inheritance. When they were only a few in number, very few, and strangers in it, and they wandered about from nation to nation, and from one kingdom to another people. He permitted no man to oppress them, and he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. So that speaks on God and his promises, his promises to his people. It shows that he never turns back on his promises, and that what he set in place, he remembers, and he keeps that true. He keeps people in his hands. He guides people. He keeps kingdoms from destroying his own kingdom because he has made his covenants with his people. And just remember that, you know, in the old times, it was the Israelites. But now we are all adopted children of God. And if you have given your life to Christ, and that means we are part of his covenant and he will always be there for us. No kingdom can shake us. No people group can shake us. He will follow through with his kingdom or with his covenant. So in 23 and 24, we see, Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim good tidings of his salvation from day to day. Tell of his glory among the nations, his wonderful deeds among all the peoples. So there's that theme again. Sing and declare. So there's really an emphasis. I mean, this is a song. It's a psalm or a song, but it's the same thing. Sing of what he has done. Declare what he has done and let all people know his deeds. Because he needs to be known. And if we truly feel and see what he's done, in the same way we tell what our family members are, if you have kids, if you tell people what you're proud of, what your kids have done, how much more proud should we be of what God has done? We should be singing and declaring that to the world. So 25 through 27. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. So that just says our God is real. Our God is the one true God. And he is greater than all other lowercase g gods. All those are man-made ideas. All those are man-made objects that have no worth, no real power, that have no proof of even being anything more than a man-made thing. But our God has all strength. All the splendor and majesty are his. He made the heavens and the earth. He made everything. We should always remember that. Like, our God is real. Our God is strong. And nothing man-made can even begin to compare. So in 28 and 29, we see, Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in holy array. So that just says, be respectful of who God is. Honor him for who he is. Give him the reverence and respect he deserves. We should always honor God. I mean, that's the number one commandment. Uh, love the Lord your God. So if you love him, that means you respect him. You honor him. You give him praise. So put him on that pedestal. We will never be on a pedestal. God is on the throne of glory. And we have to always remember that and just treat him and give him that respect that he deserves. So in 30 through 34, we see, Tremble before him all the earth. Indeed, the world is firmly established and it will not be moved. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. And let them say among the nations, The Lord reigns. Let the sea roar and all it contains. 
Let the field exult and all that is in it. Then the trees of the forest will sing for joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. So that, that just says the whole earth, the whole heavens and the earth, should and will sing praises to God. His glory is so amazing that even nature calls out. It says the seas will roar. The trees will be singing. I don't think that's an exaggeration. I mean, obviously in the sense of we're not going to hear a tree with a voice. But, you know, I'm not really extremely smart on the Jewish stuff. But in the Jewish way they use the word life, there is a meaning to the world having life because it is God's creation and all creation groans because of sin entering the world. But that means also all creation praises God for who he is. All creation, not just humans, animals, plants, the world itself, the universe praises God. That is how amazing our God is, is that even things that we don't even think about as that we just look as nature and meaningless sometimes for some people that they will be singing I mean, even Jesus himself had said, you know, if you try to uh, hush the people, the rocks will cry out. Rocks. I don't ever think of a rock having even life in it. But even God himself said, you know, if it comes to it, these rocks will sing and cheer of my praises. So that's just incredible. And then the close, 35 and 36. Then say, save us, O God of our salvation, and gather us and deliver us from the nations to give thanks to thy holy name and glory in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen, and praised the Lord. So that just says, God is our salvation. Plain as day, right there. This is before Jesus ever walked the earth, and we got to literally know who our salvation was through Christ and God on earth. But it was already predicted right here, saying God is our salvation. Not any kind of sacrifices, any kind of rituals, anything like that. Only God is our salvation. So we should sing and give thanks to him and remember his name as holy. Give glory in his praising and blessed be the Lord because he is the one who gives blessings and he deserves to be just put on that spot of all blessing, all glory, all majesty. He, he's ever, he's, this is from everlasting even to everlasting. From beginning to end, God is above all things. And this whole song just, you know, is beautiful. And it was just, I'm so glad that I was able to pay attention enough in my readings through First Chronicles to just pick that out. And it's just such a beautiful thing that it's surprising it's not in the Psalms. I actually had a friend say that it's surprising it's not in the Psalms because it just seems like it should be there, but here it is stuck in First Chronicles. And it's probably one that people don't even think about very often because they don't read First Chronicles a lot. So I wanted to share it with y'all and just give y'all my breakdown of it. I'm not sure if my breakdown is correct. I think it's a pretty good breakdown. It's definitely at least helped me break it down and understand it. And it's helping me get better at breaking down sections. And that's something I'm really looking forward to as this podcast continues and my journey continues that God will help me in breaking down sections of the Bible and presenting it to you all in a way that is a way I'm seeing it and just brings joy to my heart of knowing who God and his word is. And that's just how I'm looking at it. And I'm not a pastor. <laughs>